Welcome, 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 everyone. Today, I am really, really excited, incredibly pleased to have the creators of the Wisdom of Pooh Tarot with me to discuss the deck. Please welcome Serafina and Angel. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, this is my counterpart. This is my first time. Um, Serafina and I know each other through the internet, and um, I am. This is my first time meeting Angel, and I'm just super, super excited. This is really our first time sitting down and having a chat about um, Ruin Vervain and Serafina's work. And I know that everyone is really, really, really excited about this deck, which is kickstarting in February twenty second. And I'm just really excited to share with you um, some of the insight from the creators of this deck to give you an idea of what the inspiration was and why they're doing this and maybe some more fun details and information. So do you mind if I just start by asking questions? No, please. Sure. Please. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So first of all, I am going to ask, when did you decide to collaborate with one another and how did that actually come about for this deck specifically um actually it was about a year ago in december um 2021 actually so i guess a little longer than that but my partner actually sent me an article about the um the copyright lapsing on the classic poo a.a milne and e.h shepherd's poo and my mind just like immediately started racing about like the possibility of creating a poo tarot deck, you know, with the, with the classic poo images. And, um, my sister and I had kind of just, my sister just kind of started learning tarot and and so I thought, what a cool way to learn. Right. And to deepen my knowledge, if we kind of collaborated together, and since, I mean, we both love Pooh so much, um, and we're both pretty creative in that sense, um, in terms of like symbolism and things like that, and I just thought this would be really cool. And so I reached out to Angel and asked her if she would be interested in um, collabing with me. And she was completely yeah. Ended. I thought it was a great idea because I know Pooh. I don't really know Tarot, but I know Pooh. Um, and I'm a I'm a kid person. I I'm a huge kid, really. Um, yeah. And I love kids. And I got my my bachelor's degree in child development. And here it is, like a really great opportunity to um, try to interpret the world and the Tarot world through poo and I thought that this is a really cool endeavor to try to challenge myself and work with my sister which is really awesome um so I thought it would be a really cool um you know opportunity and project to embark on and so we agreed and that's how everything began yeah that was just we just started pretty much right away I think it was just a few months later we started working on it so yeah once we got the once we got the idea, we were, and, and Kat, we reached out to Kat to see if she would be willing to do the artwork, and she was ecstatic. She loves classic poo, which worked in our favor. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and it shows in her artwork how much she loves the characters. So, 
yeah, that's kind of how, where it was manifested right there. That is fantastic. I love how certain things just seem to fall into place almost naturally. Like you, you receive this article and then you have this like, oh, this has to happen. And then all of a sudden the pieces start to fall into place. I feel like whenever things happen in just that way, it's almost kind of like this affirmation. It's just like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, it's going to be good. (laughs) Absolutely, especially because I didn't even really know what to expect, and so like just sitting down, um, and I've you know been kind of talking to my sister about this because I feel like we're like powerful on our own, but for when we come together, we have this like sisterly energy slash power that just really um, just strengthens and comes together, and we just kind of have this bond where like we just we have a really good thing in terms of shooting ideas. She has her knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know, so even if I have an idea, she could be like, well, I feel like this is more in keeping with what the card is like. And it's like, okay, well then let's pivot and let's think that way. And I, and I feel like our open-mindedness and our both aspect for creativity and love for Pooh and the innocence and simplicity um, of the, you know, characters um, has been uh, um, very fun in terms of trying to work together and translate that. Now, what's it like working together when you're literally on completely different posts? Like what kind of, uh, what kind of challenges does that pose in the process? Um, Go it's ahead. actually not that bad because, um, we kind of duo or meet whatever, like throughout the day. I work from home. In fact, I'm kind of like working now, but um, basically, yeah, that's why I was like, okay, well, well, well I'm doing other stuff while I'm trying to get this other stuff like worked out and stuff. So working from home really um, makes me available. And then um, we have set aside our weekends for the past, what, like eight months or something. Mm-hmm. We've set aside our weekends and we meet Saturday and Sundays in the morning. Um, and I pretty much put that, that time aside. We set, um, bulks of time like four or five hours sometimes sometimes it's two or three um but we have a really good steady process of getting these done knocking stuff out and then like pinning ideas for the next round you know what I mean so that we could be um productive it helps that she gets she starts work really early so she's up really early yes so She's up around five that's eight a.m my time so uh-huh. um yeah and actually because of the pandemic, we started using Duo almost daily. Uh-huh. Just kind of co-working. She works yeah. doing her work, and I'm doing, you know, my work, and we kind of co-work that way. So when we started doing the new, it was a really easy transition uh-huh. for you know coming together from um, with the poo. Um, and again, it helps that she gets up early. Otherwise, I don't think it would really work. No, it wouldn't work. Um, um, we'll I- knock out four or five hours, um, and for her. Before what ten or eleven a.m. Because for the most part, um, I clock in at six thirty West Coast time. That's my regular shift. I work six thirty to three. Um, on the weekends, um, sleeping until six is sleeping in for me. So mm-hmm. I get up at six even on the weekends, and then we can still work and then put in the hours. Um, yeah. So that definitely works well for our schedule. Yeah, timing is uh, very important, and I also wake up really, really early. I wake right. up any time from like four forty-five to six forty-five. Usually, right at the the five thirty sweet uh-huh. spot. So, I completely understand the need to work 
also early in the morning. Uh-huh. Just, but it's like, oh, do you want to work at nine? I'm like, no, no, I don't uh-uh. have to. I want to be asleep at nine. You know. <laughs> yes. I have learned just through the natural ebb and flow and being at home that mo- my most creative time is actually right around the 3 a.m. Um, I started naturally, once I didn't have to wake up to go to a nine to five anymore, and I just let my body wake up naturally when I wanted to and go to bed when I wanted to. Um, I got up at 3 a.m. And it's between 3 and 5. I usually wake up. You know, it, it really often depends. But I'm sharpest in those moments. And uh-huh. I'm like, I'm ready to go, you know, yeah. and uh, especially creatively. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, and she's like, so I have time to kind of prep and get ready. And then she like around 8 o'clock, she comes online and we can get started. So, uh, yeah, I like the early morning hours for that creative work. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. when I get my most creative work done too. And I've noticed Seraphina because, like, I'll message you at like five thirty a.m. and then you'll get back to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, no one is ever getting back to me at five thirty. Yep. ever. Like, I'm uh, the only one sending out emails and corresponding. Right. You don't know how hard it is for me to remember not to text people. I'm so terrible about that. Like, I'll have an idea and I'll text somebody and forget. It's like. 5 a.m., 4 a.m., and I'm like, oh, well, God, she does that to me all the time. I just, like, don't even pick up my phone till I get up, so sorry, you know, text, text me at night if you want, but I, it won't be seen till the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. I'm so glad that you have schedules that sync so that that makes working and collaborating with each other, um, it makes it actually work. And I also right. just wanted to like, you know, back up, like you said, you set aside chunks during the weekend, you know, you're working on things in between. Uh-huh. Um, this is something I kind of, I really like to emphasize, especially when I do interviews. Um, because I know, and you know, the amount of work um, that goes into a project like this. Yeah. And you can't really know how much work goes into it until you actually undertake it and do it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I like to put that across because sometimes people think that like, because they they didn't get it right away or they're, it's not working. It's like the reason why these things come to fruition for those who they come to fruition for is because they work their butts off on it. <laughs> for, no, for, for sure. extended periods of oh time. Oh my goodness. Never... Absolutely. No, Let absolutely. me tell you, I have eat, sleep, and breathed poo for the last eight months. Uh, yeah. I mean, we do our, our own graphics, our own social media, our own videos, you know, we're managing everything. We're publishing everything. So we're, we're in the, that's the other thing I'm grateful for. Like when I did my Oracle, I did it all by myself and I wore all the hats by myself. So it's nice to have my sister's a partner in this one. So that she's kind of picking up some of that work that I don't have to be doing all by myself this time. Also, she and I are very opposites on so many spectrums that she's the best person about ideas off of because I think because we're yeah. I mean we're similar I think we're at counts and then we're very dissimilar everywhere else uh-huh. and I think that is actually a really good groove because um we get good feedback that way and we're we're sisters so you know we, we can joke around like that's stupid or yeah <laughs> Nobody what, is this? Wow. what is this what the hell <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so it's so important though to have someone there who's willing to be honest um, because I'm creating 
my deck by myself, but sometimes mm-hmm. my husband, who's very who who doesn't really do art or create art, right. um, I'll turn to him for feedback as someone who's just looking at it. You know, like someone who's yeah. seeing it. Um, and sometimes, like, I, I created a card back design, and he didn't tell me at first because I was, like, really enthusiastic about it. But then, like, my daughter, she's like, that looks like an S. And I was like, does it? She, I was like, does it look like a vine? She's like, no, it just, like, looks like the letter S. And I was like, well, it's not what I wanted to say. Right? <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I remember, and this is, like, my eight-year-old, okay? Right, And then, right. like, I, I say to him, I was like, does this? He's like, oh, I didn't want to tell you that it wasn't working. Crap! But because they were there to offer that feedback, I right. went back and did something completely different that I'm like so much happier about. So like even just being able to get out of your own creative yes. bubble. Absolutely. And, and that sometimes was like you're saying you just ideas. looked at something way too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You've got about 30 drafts and you did, they all mesh and you're just like, I don't even know at this point. I need a third party to come in and talk <laughs> me, am I insane? What's happening? Right. Um, and it, yeah, that is definitely, as, I, I, I think especially as someone who has an eye different than yours, you know, um, I well, think it takes that, that kind of, um, obje- objectivity, you know, to be able to, to offer that somebody who's too close or has too similar tastes or ideas won't pick up on those. Those little things. Or who's afraid of offending you. Right. They're not they're not close enough to you that they're afraid of offending you. Especially someone who's really close who like knows that it's really safe if you're like, it's not working. (laughs) Or sorry. (laughs) No, yeah. That's the great thing about uh, kids. They're just gonna tell you how it is. Right. uh, No fear. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but what I like really with Fina is um like some of I'm these are you know she she like uh, oh sorry with Sarah Fina <laughs> um is that um you know she um uh, we definitely have different skill sets right and so because of the different skill sets and then you add cat in there too it's kind of like this very big like holistic thing and what I like is like I can come up with an idea that I feel is very basic like the coin thing. And I tell this to my sister and I have this idea in my head and then she just takes the idea and then just blows it out of the park. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome because my simple idea was like something completely different and you took my idea and just blew it out of the park. So I like the exchange of the ideas, you know what I mean? That I could like throw something out there and then she can go way out there or she might just throw something and I could go way out, you know what I'm saying? She has the graphic design, she has all that stuff, the skill set I don't have. You know what I mean? I don't really consider myself artistic. I can be creative in certain ways. Um but I feel like we have just enough that meshes that we just like and then you add cat and it's like the whole thing is complete. That's yeah. that's how I feel about our our uh, project here. Definitely, agree. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fantastic. I love hearing, you know, such like such positive experience and collaboration because sometimes, like you know, if you are a tarot reader or working in tarot, sometimes it can be like a little bit isolating, especially uh-huh. if you're like creating a deck on your own. So then to be able to have like this collaborative experience, especially with people you trust, and I know that Cat Illustrated 
um, your Oracle deck so that uh-huh. you already have this working relationship with um, your artist so that it can kind of like really come together and become something um, really amazing. So now you already mentioned that one of the reasons why you like left on the poo train was because of like, you were able to actually use the imagery and uh, build off of that for the deck. Um, but what is it about Winnie the Pooh that captivates you and that like you knew that you were the ones to to go forth and, and create a deck with this story, these characters, this imagery? What was it that you just knew that that was going to be like a worthwhile project for you? You know, I had been doing myself a lot of inner child work. And um, when thinking about Pooh and the tarot, it seemed perfect because I don't, I can't think of anything gentler than Winnie the Pooh. Um, honest, but gentle. And I think when you're doing um, that type of work, you really need something that's going to um, provide that gentle touch. Um, childhood traumas and things like that are very delicate and sensitive and you need a pooh bear hug to kind of get through some of that sometimes. Um, what I find really funny is the response from people. Um, it seems to cross so many different borders, the age, um, ages, genders, um, even um, religions and, you know, I mean, you name it. And it just, crosses all of those things um and people i think really identify with poo it kind of represents a more innocent time in your life and i think nowadays especially i think a lot of people kind of long for that um and the fact that again that it, i mean I, he, the original winnie the pooh came out in 1924 um that age range is massive you know, um, for those that love Winnie the Pooh. So um, that is definitely what inspired me to use Pooh uh, for that particular work. My sister has a background um, uh, with children. Kids, yeah. yeah, she went to school for that. So she's able to offer a little more insight um, into the psychology of it um, than I have, because I have no background in anything like that. I'm more of the creative side, but when we have those discussions, when we're trying to represent certain aspects of the cards, it's definitely something that we keep in mind. Um, Cause some of, the, some of the tarot cards are, you know, they can be a little darker and mm-hmm. uh-huh. trying to figure out how to represent that in Winnie the Pooh was both challenging and insanely fun. Oh, for sure. You know, my <laughs> thing is, is that I do work with youth. I actually have a youth group that I work with um, on Wednesdays and stuff. Um, and I've actually worked with like, kids of all ages and have for many years. So trying to, you know, and, and, and I am a Jesus lover, you know what I'm saying? So I happen happen to try to interpret the Bible, so to speak, in ways to try to, um, you know, for the kids to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm constantly trying to, you know, you got to get that wave. Something for a, a five-year-old is not going to appeal to a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old. And you have to have yeah. your mindset to try to translate that to the age and stage of 
the person you uh your audience right um and so that's something that i've kind of had to learn with in terms of working with youth because like i've worked with babies up to like straight adults okay and um and so you do have to you have to pivot you have to balance you have to figure it out and you have to learn how to um, convey yourself, express yourself on the level that the child or whoever your audience is can understand. And I feel that that with the poo, it's the, uh, it's, it's the same. You are taking information and you're taking a set guideline of some sort um, in terms of the tarot and you're trying to interpret it through this childlike nature and trying to portray it in that mm. sense. Um, and I find that so fun. I really, really do. Um, I consider myself a profound person. I'm very deep and I really like the symbolism and the metaphor and the things that we can do to play with these characters and really focus on how each character represents some kind of different uh, personality or something and really play on that to uh, reach out to those people who can connect with those characters. And that's the that other is- thing. It, um, because the Pooh characters are so well known, it offers another layer to the cards if you know the characters. And so they're just, there's that extra layer that you can um, connect with if you understand, like, you know, Piglet's kind of anxious, you know, uh-huh. you know, yours kind of down all the time. Oh, I'm, and I can relate. Super optimistic. My, <laughs> have these, my sister's Eeyore. She's been Eeyore's our entire lives. Yes. I had to it's too bright outside. It's too hot. Vampire. She likes the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. That was actually one of my questions was like, which do you relate to? Because I was thinking about this myself and I think I'm like piglet and owl. Like I've got okay. like piglet's neurotic tendencies. <laughs> I would have to say owl and Eeyore. I, that would be me. Because I, I kind of pivot owl. between being like the wise one and the one that's like boo. <laughs> I'm I'm probably poo and owl. I'd say I'm I think I'm super like curious and, and optimistic, but uh cautiously optimistic. <laughs> you know the owl is the experience, you know, and the poo is, you know, the that childlike curiosity that I'm trying to like recultivate in my life at this point, you know, and I think that's the other thing with two is you really kind of have to put yourself in a childlike state when you're like working in this medium. And mm-hmm. I think that's good for all of us. We should all do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should all be childlike state at some point in our adult so life. So overrated. I mean, it's so much. Okay. Can I just share that last night in my group with the kids, we literally played with Play-Doh and talked and discussed and we like had the pop tubes. These are like 13, 14 year olds um, playing and 42 year old right here. Uh, we were straight <laughs> playing with play and having a, just having, we were talking about stuff. We were discussing the story, relating to the story and playing with Play-Doh and stuff and just having a good time. I'm like, come on. I bought Play-Doh kits for my niece that I watch. Actually, she'll be here later today. Um, and I had to check it out to make sure it was safe. So <laughs> I literally was right there playing with the Play-Doh thing and I'm sending pictures to Sarah. Yeah. Like, like, look, look. And it's just me. There's no children. Like I am just playing with this by herself, playing with the play doh before the kids got there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, 
I understand that. Like when we get together for family gatherings, ah! we have balloons for someone's birthday. There's, it's always like, and I'm, I'm 38, you know, uh, like we're like, ha- like hitting balloons at each other and all uh, the generations are like, keep the balloon off the ground. And, uh, um, my sister got like these, these fake, uh, my sister, my daughter got these fake, um, like snowball. It's like a box of like, like squishy s- snowballs. Okay. They just have fights with each other. Okay. And it ended up, she started throwing them at us. And again, multi-generational, like fake snowballs. Wow. And it was just a blast it was an absolute blast so who does represent that i think who is also so zen yeah always who specifically is always just like oh don't worry like there's like no bother you know it's fine nothing nothing disturbs his zen just you know, chill yep he chill. just he just rolls over and just keeps on going uh-huh. you know and I love that about Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's, it's, uh, he's comforting. You know, we did have to make a few slight changes because of that. Uh, we didn't have to, but we, we felt the need to. So, for example, um, the hanging man, we changed to the hanging bear. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, the lovers, we changed to precious friends. Uh-huh. Um, but that was pretty much the only changes to um, any of the cards. Although we are happy. Kat is designing four bonus cards as a stretch goal. Uh-huh. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, we, yeah. we did 82 cards. That was um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have, yeah. Uh, creating the descriptions and the keywords and everything. Because we will be, we have uh, the Tigger 2 deck coming out next year. Uh-huh. And um, we will be releasing a hardbound full color book with that one. And so my sister and I have been really kind of trying to incorporate a lot of ideas this time around that we can put into that um, uh-huh. that book when we publish it. So, yeah. oh, That's fantastic. I'm always impressed by, I can tell that you, like there's planning that's going on behind the scenes. Oh, you already know what your next project is. And that to me is incredibly impressive. This is just like on a side note, like separate from like the creation of the deck itself. But I have right. noticed that there's like a there's a grander scheme at play happening with how it is that you do things and it seems like you're always even as you're like offering what you've just um created you're already working on something behind the scenes and this is something that I've also noticed in some other creators I know specifically the creators who are really going for it this is like uh-huh. a theme it's like once there's like no resting on your laurels necessarily it's not like all right here's the deck and let's just hang out for a couple months and see what happens like that is never what i've seen uh-huh. <laughs> behind the scenes of people who are really passionate and um really prolific so it's really exciting to wow. even have like you're already thinking about the mm. next deck and you're already thinking about the book even Correct. before the, oh, yeah. this project is finished so well yeah, we had so much fun with this that we started to talk, you know, she started to proposition me for some possible future things. And I was like, all over it. And I was like, we need to sit down, do a five year plan. And then we're gonna, you know, and then we can, you know, whatnot. And so we started to think it because we have a good momentum going that if we can just continue with this momentum and this uh, schedule that we're doing, we could be quite productive um and we're enjoying it so much it's it's and i have to give miss serafina huge credit because you realize i work full time um and i do this 
Miss Serafina's job is this full time. Okay, she when she talks about she lives, eats, breathes, poo, she does. Because on the back end, she's doing all these things. I do help, yes, but I, I, I really need to put it out there that this girl is really the one behind the scene doing a lot of the stuff because I work. This is her job. You know what I'm saying? You know, I um, I have a fire for it that I don't think I've ever had for for anything else. When you spend a majority of your life doing what you have to do, uh-huh. you know, because that's you know, I have I had kids, and for many many years I was a single mom, and um, you know, I had to work, and even if it wasn't something I enjoyed doing, I had to worry about. I thought was just make the most money I possibly could Mm -hmm. because I have bills to pay and kids to take care of. And it was never work I enjoyed doing, but it was graphic design, web design, and project management, you know. And I don't think that's coincidental. Even though I hated those particular aspects, I did it because they made me money, but they are the reason I can do this. Uh Mm-hmm. Because without all that experience and knowledge and understanding of how all that stuff works and being able to keep deadlines and track things and budgets and all those things, we wouldn't be able to be successful, as successful in it, you know. Um, and I and I really realized that, that instead of regretting like, gosh, I wish I would have started this sooner, I realized I couldn't. I needed mm-hmm. all that knowledge, whether I well, knew it or not, I needed all that knowledge in order to be successful at this. So this this now I feel all fired up about because it does fuel me. I'm actually literally focused on what I want to do for like the first time ever in my whole life. Right. And my I'm forty five. Yeah. <laughs> You're three years old. Like I don't one of those, you know. Yeah. Once, yeah. once you pass like forty, it's like whatever, forty something. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I keep alone. I don't have little ones. Um, you know, I have it's just me and I'm really enjoying this time. Um, and that's why my sister's in the same boat. You know, her youngest is 18. Uh-huh. So she doesn't have little ones either. And uh-huh. even though she works full time, her weekends and things like that are, are pretty open and pretty free. So it's like for the first time in, I think, both of our lives, we have this ability to, um, and, and time, you know, to it's work on timing. I, I, yeah. now, um, you know, you guys would say like how you were saying earlier, like the universe, it just kind of everything falls into place like as a blessing. You know what I'm saying? I believe that the Lord has a plan and he's using all of this, these skills and things that he had provided for her in the past. He's putting them to good work at this point. That's my point of view. And I feel like, again, it's the timing. He's, you know, the timing is now because he prepped us both to be able to work on this project together and to, uh, you know, and he's providing his blessing because we're doing it in the proper time. Um, you know, and I want to, I want to mention, like she said, blessing. And, um, we brought, even though they're kind of silent partners, we brought my father, my mother and my brother in uh-huh. on this project. Um, they're all investors in it. And I think because we are taking the time to kind of spread that love and build yeah. Family wealth, not just individual. Mm-hmm. I think it's doubly blessed. Um, we're trying our best to like not just um, you know uh, 
take the money and run, but put it to good use in our family and our communities. We're trying to, you know, do things locally uh-huh. um, and, and do, you know, hire people um, within our communities and things like that. So we're actually going to be doing fulfillment in Northern California where my sister is this time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so we have more bodies. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got a clan over here on in the in the in the NorCal part. That's where yeah. all my family is. Fina's one of the loners on the East Coast, but yeah, it's <laughs> over here. My partner and my daughter out here. So, uh, yeah, we don't got enough bodies at all uh, <laughs> to get this done. I got so, I'm like I'm drawing up a contract for my eight year old. Okay, because like my my husband was going to help me, but he's going to be like learning coding, and I'm like, how am I how am I going to do this? I look at my eight-year-old, I'm like, okay, you're going to have a summer job. We're going to write up a contract. What do you think is a fair wage for hourly? I hired my niece. opportunity to teach her about these things and, like, use it, like you said, to kind of, like, enrich the people Everyone. around you. Yeah, my my daughter, my, my sister hired my daughter. Uh, she does, like, emails, and she's, like, one of the project assistants. Um, we're recruiting my other brother to make us the tables and the things that we need to do fulfillment. Um, and we're also, like, pulling, it, pulling in other family members and other, like, friends and stuff to just come and help out. Um, those who want to come, you know, make a little bit of money, you know, whatnot, is there to like spread the love. You know, my my yeah. si- my daughter has another college student friend that you know could use some extra money, you know, and whatnot. So, um, I like it too that we are spreading the love within the family. We could spend good money on you know businesses and you know whatever the crap, um, but I feel like by by keeping it together you know, we're blessing each other and by blessing each other, it's being blessed overall. Overall. And I've seen, we've seen it happen just over and over. Um, and we try to make those decisions that way. Uh, when it came to fulfillment with the number of decks we were going to be doing, um, just me by myself was not an option anymore. So no. <laughs> got to figure something else out because you know I'm, I'm, I'm like here. I need to I need to figure something out. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I uh-huh. Jesse, I planned and I planned and I planned and I planned and I didn't plan to actually fulfill the decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what, Jesse? Um, this is also in keeping with like how the you know the universe, the Lord is working here because it is her oracle deck that really we learn so much mm-hmm. from all from that oracle deck that we're gonna implement in this next deck, and it's and it's awesome because you know her maiden voyage. Um, is almost worth its weight in gold in just mm-hmm. the um, the lessons learned at this point. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I flipping was in love with her Oracle deck, too. And Kat, at that point, I was like, girl, <laughs> like, no. Oh, and I do want to tell you, even though I'm a Jesus lover, Miss Jessie, I have watched your channel with my sister, and I do like your channel. Really? I, absolutely. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. I do. yeah. Of all the people I watch, like, I really like Thank her. You. I really like her a lot. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. In fact, when you opened her box and you did the video, I was like, Fina, that's what's your face. That's the mama witch lady. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fantastic. I love it. Ah, thank you. I, yes. I, I, I think that it all comes from the same place. 
Like I really like, regardless of however spirit spirit yeah you is yeah. the way that you can most receive it. So I'm like, I I embraced it all. Like I really well, do. you know, like, I, I I was telling Fina today, uh, Serafina today, you know that whatever you identify as in whatever sense, it's very personal. It really mm-hmm. is. We, as a society, as people, we try to label things, we try to categorize, and there's just some things that can't. And so it's just one of those things that whatever you personally identify as, is it's personal. It's just, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just because I identify as something doesn't mean that I need to push that onto anybody else. It's a personal thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I find that mutual respect, it, it, play, it just goes a long way. You know, and I'll have to tell you a long way. We have way more in common than we have dissimilar. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Even though I consider myself a witch and a Buddhist, and she, you know, I don't know what I am. I know I love Jesus, and I have blood. (laughs) That's all I like to say. Jesus is her deity. Um, Um, I'm still learning. Yeah, no, we have a lot more in common than we do. But again, it's just, it's, it's a personal thing. And it's just like, you know, you just respect those, you know, you identify as that. Great. That's, that's your bag. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that is like always how I've been. I'm like, Hey man, whatever is working for you and makes you whatever happy and you feel right? that connection, then that's great. You know what I mean? And you know, yeah, this is how you're doing it. Then that's amazing. Well, like, and because we are so close and we love each other, we can like jab at each other sometimes and just laugh because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and and again, we don't take it seriously. I don't take it, you know, personal or anything. You know, I always joke about what kind of witchcraft is this, you know, and whatever. You know, I was for her, you know, and you know, she might jab at me. And again, it's all in love and good yeah. fun, and we're not disrespecting each other. So that's what I'm saying. Like mutual respect goes a long way because we have, um, you know, we're have a pretty um we have some pretty devout people in my family that look down upon that and they wonder how I can navigate the way I do and I'm like well you know what um on a personal note you know Jesus loved people (laughs) 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 so I don't know where you guys are coming from with your info but whatever (laughs) what can I say (laughs) okay he loved people did, you know what I'm saying? So I, again, it's like about uh, the fact where it's like mutual respect goes a very long way, you know, and it doesn't even have to be witchcraft. It could be, you know, people who believe in Islam or people who believe in whatever. That's what you believe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's working out for you. As long as no, I'm so you. serious. Especially if you find some kind of positive value in it and you are a better mm-hmm. person because of it. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Now I'm thinking I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm let okay. me look at my questions and see if there's anything. Oh, this is actually a great one. Um, and Yay. each of you can take a take a stab at answering this. What sort of insight do Pooh Piglet Eeyore and the other characters of the Hundred Acre Wood have to share with those who? with spiritual teachers if people are trying to learn more about themselves and their experience. Well, I think each I think people connect with certain characters individually themselves anyway. You know, for example, like I said, Pooh and she's definitely an Eeyore kind of person. 
And I think each of those aspects can really be tied into the tarot because they are all aspects we carry within ourselves. You know, we are all anxious. Um, we, we, we all have times where we, um, you know, are scared. We are all times where we feel really down on ourselves, you know, and there are times when um, we've gained experience and wisdom and we're, you know, we're the owl, you know, I think in and of ourselves, we carry all the different aspects of the characters that are in the stories. And I think when you're studying the tarot and you learn that journey, especially through like the major arcana, you can really find those aspects, you know, mimicked throughout, you know, that journey that the fool makes. And so I thought with, with the characters, what a great way to learn, you know, for example, the fool, I mean, we have Pooh as the fool and I thought, you know, who better, you know, really to represent the fool than Pooh in this deck because it was going to be Tigger. <laughs> it was. It was. Because he never looks before he leaps, right? Tigger. Right, true. Nope. I'm going to spring right off this. Let's you know. just do this. Let's do this. But with the poo, for example, with the, the fool, for example, um, I wanted his to be, he's not more, he's not really a, I don't look before I leap, but will be distracted very easily and may not be fully okay. paying attention. Mindful, uh -huh. You know, and if you look at the, the fool card, we have a little butterfly that lands on his nose and he's just like totally preoccupied by the butterfly and doesn't realize it's about to step off this cliff, you know? Uh -huh. And so I think it was pretty easy to find those, those traits within the characters to mimic um, in the tarot. And I think for those of us who will be using it as um, a deck for like um, inner child work or if you're planning on giving it to um, someone who's younger, who may just be learning tarot for the first time, uh -huh. I think that we'll be able to see like, and feel those characters on a deep level because there's so much sentiment um, that those lessons that you learn as you're going through that, <clears throat> that fool's journey are more like a handhold, you know, and some, you know, each deck kind of has its own way of, of speaking to you. And I really feel like this one is more of like, it's going to hold your hand through the scary parts. <laughs> I love that. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, I think that we can all identify with the different um, characteristics of each character. Um, I feel like we all, you know, go through each one, you know what I mean? We all have our good days, our bad days, our anxieties, our, you know, whatever the case may be. So I like the fact that the characters um, really, um, what's it called? It gives a nice multitude of different, like, feelings, emotions, things like that. And that people that do the tarot can identify with those things, which I feel like someone like that's more of a noob like me that you can because you can identify with the character you can feel more what the card is about because then you're like i know what this character is and then you can maybe you know identify a little bit better which which is kind of funny because like for me my deck that i identify the most with is the rupaul drag queen one because i'm all into drag queen okay um <clears throat> 
You give me the RWS, and I'm like, what the crap is this? You <laughs> deck, and I know exactly, because I know the scenes, I know the the, the queens, I know I can identify. So I feel like the same with the poo deck. These people know the characters, they know what they symbolize, they can identify, and they can identify with the cards a little bit more, because they can identify with the characters. But I also feel like the way that uh, Milne wrote the characters they're so identifiable. It's not like you only identify with one. I feel like you can identify with all of them at different points in your life. And yeah. that's why the tarot, in terms of that discovery or whatever you're going to use the deck for, I just feel like that puts that extra layer for someone like me or someone who's newer to the, to the tarot community to kind of give it that much more depth and connection so you can uh, relate more to the cards. And I just want to point out, in my process of studying poo and going through all this, um, I don't think I ever realized this, but in the very, very first book, they actually talk about poo being genderless. Uh, he has no, we say he, but who has no gender? Um, the, the, um, he's, Edward Bear is named after an actual bear from England that uh, Christopher Robin and his family used to go and see. But Winnie was the name of a, um, I think it was a, a goose or a duck or I don't know, something like that. Um, and it was a female. And so at the beginning of the story, um, Milne asks Christopher Robin, what do you want to name the bear? And when he says Winnie the Pooh, so but Winnie's a girl's name, you know, and he, and Christopher Robin kind of argues like, well, it fits because Pooh is neither he or she, he's neither here or there. He's both, he's everything, he's nothing. He's uh -huh. I just thought, what a beautiful sentiment. And I think that's why a lot of people are attracted to animal decks per se, is because it kind of takes all that stuff out and really kind of just allows you to focus on um, the characters and the emotions. As opposed to the gender identification. Once again, what do you identify as? You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So this kind of just, it lets everybody embrace that, right? Uh -huh. Because it doesn't matter. Who you are, whether you're old, whether you're young, what uh -huh. you identify as, it it doesn't matter because who kind of represents all of that in one. And I think that unification aspect of who was really important to me. And when I read that, I nearly cried because I don't think I ever really remembered that part of the story. It's literally like the first few lines of the very first Winnie the Pooh book. And I thought, what a beautiful sentiment, especially for this time. When that's a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah. This way, it kind of embraces everybody. And I just love that aspect of it. That's fantastic. What I've always loved about tarot is it almost seems to reflect the entirety of the human experience in, in people. Uh -huh. And I love that you have like also embraced that. And even like organically, like it's, it's incorporated itself into the deck uh -huh. just because of the story being what it is. So... I want to thank you both so much for coming and speaking with me and sharing your creative journey and sharing your insight into the wisdom of Pooh Tarot Deck, which is kickstarting. The campaign is beginning on February 22nd. Please follow the appropriate links below. And even if you're watching this far beyond February 22nd, I'm sure the link will redirect you to the site where you can order the deck far after the Kickstarter has launched. But if you are watching this in a timely manner, Get the hence, 
back the deck. It's going to be a wonderful, fantastic deck that is going to live on in the hearts and minds of all beautiful, beautiful people everywhere. So much love to you both. Thank you again so much. Thank I really you, appreciate Jessie. this conversation. Appreciate you, love. Much <laughs> Thank love. You.